guys, I am so excited for you today. And you know, I have another special guest. She is amazing. You guys are going to want to follow her. So if you have a pen and paper, your cell phone, go ahead, write her name down. I'm telling you, as soon as she opened up her mouth, you're going to be like, I need to follow her immediately. And actually, we met in a coaching group. So oh, she is just amazing, right? Mylene, can you introduce yourself? Yes. Hey, Sharice, thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to be here. My name is Mylene Noir. And just as Sharice said, we met in a coaching environment, a coaching community, and um, we hit it off from day one. Uh, she has a heart for the home and my heart is for your first home, which is your mind. And I wanna make sure that you have, you can operate in a renewed mindset so you can activate the life of your dreams. When I think back on, you know, how we were taught about dreaming big, which is great, but what we were never taught was how to activate that, how to unlock those dreams. And it starts with your mindset, right? We don't want our dreams to just be dreams. We want them to be how we live and how we operate and how we can give back to our community. So I'm excited. We connected on the home and it took off from there. Look, I'm already writing. I mean, we're not even two minutes in and I'm already writing. <laughs> You are just amazing. So I love how you said, my heart is for your first home, the mind. Can you tell us how, how did that brilliance come out of you? Like, what was the journey for you getting to that point? Well, let me just say, my mother is just a walking wisdom machine. And when I was growing up, she just continued to pour into us all of these quotes and things that just really resonated with her and she just poured it right into us. And one of the things she said was, your attitude is everything. And I'm like, your attitude is everything. Whatever does that mean? And um, it is everything. I mean, it starts with how you conduct your inner dialogue, right? What we say to ourselves is uh, some of the most important dialogue you will ever have. Some of the most important dialogue you will ever have are the things you say to yourself, the words, the power of words. And we don't explore that enough, right? We, we do a lot of language arts. I mean, I have, you know, school age kids and that's a big part of it, but the power of words, we talk about what they mean, but the power of how we use them are things that we really need to talk through. And then finally, affirmations. So again, a lot of this kind of stemmed back from the way I was reared, the way my mother just continued to pour. She's an island woman, I'm an island girl. So a lot of the wisdom just came from some of her own personal plights, but ultimately her victories. And so I'm just a product of that. That is so beautiful. So let's talk about island life because I was born and raised in a small, small, tiny town um, in Virginia. And like my father, he used to work in Northern Virginia. So city, straight city. And you meet so many different people. And when he would meet people who come from different islands and they would describe how they, their families grew up and they, you know, were poor, 
but what they described was a dream to him and what I mean is like the water that they were exposed to it clean water just as simple as clean water they could fish with their hands they knew how to garden they would trade with each other you know they built skills with their hands and I'm not saying that it was impoverished or I would even want to go you know because those people are hurting but I feel like if our mind said I'm not poor like if they knew everything that they could do on their own without a system behind them this why does the system have to give you money you are self-sufficient if you knew that what would it look like can you talk a little bit about that or or do you talk in my way off because I, I I haven't I been in the island yeah yeah I don't think so I, you know as I grew up and really started to understand this journey of life a little bit more I started to realize how indeed rich we were growing up and at the time, I mean, my mother is a gardener by nature. She can grow anything anywhere in the country. She even comes here to Atlanta, Georgia, and she's planted things that have grown just flourished in my own yard where my green thumb, I guess I didn't get that from her. But it just goes to show, you know, I talk to my sisters and, and my siblings and we often talk about how we didn't realize how rich we were, like all the vegetation, which now everybody calls organic. And it really truly is a mindset, right? It truly is that mindset shift to know that the things you have around you are truly your gifts. The things you have around you are truly your blessings. And I guess when you're young, you're just around it. You don't realize how truly blessed you are to have the things you have in front of you. But again, as I started down this journey, it really became clear that we were indeed rich. And so it is a mindset shift to, to really tap into that. And that's where this journey and my love for mindset comes in because there are riches inside of us that we have not begun to tap into. We've been given so many different um, measurements of success. And so when I think back to, again, just as a child and not realizing how successful we were because we were able to grow our own um, but then as you get older, the measurements of success start to change, right? And so your measurements of success start to be things like your bank account. They start to be things like your weight, your sales. I was in sales for a long time. So that's programmed in me. You know, you have these numbers you have to hit. Maybe it's a job that measures a success or your income again, or your home, a car, those things start to measure success. But really the success measurements are the way we think about things, right? Um, one of the things I do, and I, I, I used to do it a long time ago and didn't even realize it, is I would look at old pictures. I know we've all been in the situation where you're moving or somebody's moving and they're like, man, I found a picture of you. And I'm looking at my old pictures and I'm thinking to myself, what was she thinking back then? What was, what what was she thinking back then? And the reason why I do that is because I know what my thinking is now. I'm so connected to it. And I know that there was a difference with that version of me and understanding that this version of me and that version of me, that allows me to measure who I am and who I am becoming, right? Because we're not just being, we are becoming. So yes, the measures of success start with the little things, right? And they move into the bigger things, but it really is measuring where you were in that moment, in your mindset. 
because that truly is going to help you elevate to the next level. That's really good because that's what I want to talk about measuring where you are now because everybody this is what I kept missing was the process I kept hearing it but I just couldn't see myself in the process I didn't know where I was I didn't know if I was transforming if God has something greater like I just didn't understand what is the process if there is a process I kept trying to have that like you said that success that measuring for success well I don't have no money so I can't be you know, I, it's no way, God, you're working on me because I still don't have the money. I still don't have the business up. I still, you know, and then I'm not going to say fails because even in our coaching program, I learned that failure is not what we think it is. Fail To fail, it just means that it didn't work out the way you planned. That's it. Well, I can tell you that. I'm fine with failing if that's what it means. But if it means that that's the end for me, that's that's where we get stuck and so when I did not have these measurements of success I kept feeling like I was missing the process somehow I I just wasn't standing up to whatever I was supposed to be it just wasn't hitting it for me um can you help us do you have a process on how we can really find ourselves in the process because everybody has one if somebody feels like it just ain't working where are we even on the journey or are we just like missing it you know what we are so much on the journey it's just a matter of connection it it really starts with um where you are now you know sometimes we're looking for the next best step but we have to recognize where we are and that just takes me back to my journey of a runner. I've been running since, oh my goodness, 2006, 2008. I can't even remember. It's been a number of years now. And I always had this desire to be a runner. I mean, it's one of those things that keeps pulling at you. You see people doing it. You see them having a great time. I translated it as a great time personally. And I just thought that's where I'm a runner. I just, my mind had not... Um, connected with that yet, but my body was like, you are a runner, you can do this. And I remember um, it started with, okay, I'm going to walk. I remember um, making a plan. I worked in retail and my hours were ridiculous. And I thought, there's no way I can make this in. I, and then I, I had to shift my mindset. And I said, I'm going to make a plan to start walking first. So again, it's realizing where you are. I want to be something, right? I want to become something that I'm not currently yet. But there is a step. And the first step is to recognize where you are. So I knew where I was. I got prepared as best I could. I packed in my car. So on the way home from the office, and for me, the office was the field. I got dressed in the store I was working at, got in my car and drove to the, the um, a track near my house. And I started my walking journey right there on that track. And I started making, you know, small trips to that track, not just after work, but maybe on the weekends, on a day off. And eventually I decided to run for the first time, run a mile, right? Run a mile. And I, I love this piece of it because when I ran that first mile, it took me 21 minutes to run a mile, right? And so as time progressed, Charisse, 
I found myself able to run a mile in 12 minutes, right? And I've had some, some best, you know, PRs or personal records in runner's world is what we call it. But it started with that 21 minute mile. And I, I never forget it because in 2017, I had surgery, right? And it was the first major surgery I had had. And on the way out of that surgery, right, recovering and going back to what I love, which is running, I thought, man, how am I gonna get back to this thing? And I said, go back to that 21 minute mile. I said, start from where you know, that's your measurement and go from there. See, what we do a lot is we go with the external measurements. We start looking at others. We start comparing to others. When you are truly your own gift, you are gonna unlock your becoming. And so consequently, getting back in, starting small again, right? Because I can't go from being bedside or being on the bed to running. So it was the walking, it was a journey all over again, but I was able to measure by my lean and not by anyone else. That is so, I told y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, it's so many nuggets you just said. Realizing where you are, prepare, just start it. And then as time go on, you're going to progress. We stop at the prep or even before the preparation. Sometimes we think ourselves out of it. <laughs> we like, yeah. I, I know where I want to go, but there's no way I can get there. But you told us it's okay to know where to go. But that missing piece of realizing where you are, that's what's going to unlock you. Because once you start and you... um. I, it's a word of you accept where you are. It's not a fail because Marlene also said that when she, after she progressed, I hope I'm not going too fast. After she got to her personal record, she had to go all the way back because of surgery. And, I, and we would stop at that. Like that's a setback. That's something we didn't plan. We didn't prepare for. That can knock us out of life, Right those things that just come against us but you said start at the small part where you were you know and and that just blew my mind that's the start because sometimes when we start things and it's a small start we almost take it offensive we almost mm -hmm. think it's not good enough that we're not good enough we we internalize it and it's like, no, that's your best. That's that's what I heard. Your right. small, your first step is your very best. <laughs> oh my God. It just blew my mind. Changing the way you think that your small is your best because we know it's going to add up. And my lean went from 21, watch these numbers, to 12. That one and that two switched around, didn't it? Look at that. <laughs> And I've had better, I've had better personal best um, along the way, but you know, that, that was a significant journey for me. Um, and it really truly goes back to, you know, I think about it. I remember um, one time I walked into my daughter's, she was in a, a pre-K through I think sixth grade private school. And, you know, when I think about this mindset journey, I think of, man, you know, there were so many winks and so many opportunities for us to really drill this home. Because as we get older, we have more to unpack when it comes to what we have been served 
from a mindset perspective, right? And I remember walking in that school and reading on the wall, it was a poster. And I think across schools in the country, that poster is out there. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Habits become characters and your character destiny. And, you know, as, as great as that is, and it means so much more to me now than it did then walking into that school. But what if we spent some time talking about that first piece? Watch your thoughts, right? We go from thought, thoughts to destiny, but we didn't spend a lot of time cultivating how we watch those thoughts. What does that mean? What does that look like? Again, the whole notion of dreaming big, that sounds great, but how do you activate the dreaming big? And along the way with all of that, in a sense, we're programmed to work in what we're given. And so you're given all these different socio uh, norms that you now believe to be the case. And then that starts to translate to how you act because indeed, and I say this all the time, your thoughts inspire your actions. So I absolutely agree with what this says. What I think was missed is the opportunity to cultivate what that truly means and how we can as young as with our young kids really get to the heart and soul of that. Because once we step into the world, and again, at the time she was in pre-K, so she's coming into the school at that first level. And again, it goes to sixth grade. But what if we started that early teaching them how critical the nature of your thoughts are and what they should be thinking about? Because then as time progressed, we are fed different things like, oh my God, Mondays, right? So now we start to dread Mondays because someone along the way said Mondays were a dreaded day of the week, right? And we should be looking forward to our Fridays and our weekends. It's, there's a lot of programming that's gone on and we've kind of taken that in. Another one, and these things lead to our limiting beliefs, right? We believe we can't perform that great on a Monday because it's a, a day everybody's dragging in the office. Um, another one that brings in a limitation of how we think is money is the root of all evil. But when you start to do your research, and you go to the Bible, which is where, you know, people say this comes from. It never said money. It said the love of money. The so love. Right? It's the root, is the root. The love of the it. The love. But we are given these, um, these definitions. And so we start to pack that into our mind. And all of a sudden we have things that serve us, like what my mom told me, right? All her beautiful gardening tips of life, I call them. And then we have some things that don't serve us, which, which are these limitations that you can't grow. You can't grow them. They just become dead weight. And ultimately they weigh down you getting to that big dream and making it no longer a dream, but a way you live. That is so good. I call them disabilitating lies because they will cripple you. These, I didn't realize how bad my mind was until <laughs> until I got into P2P I, I didn't realize I had that much because on my own journey God had to remove a lot of things I, I just didn't know I was that far behind 
because when we when Patrice did the creative for purpose challenge a lot broke off of me right then and there I was like I have got to get into this program like I I have to because I was so freed from that moment and if you guys still feel bound for it's freedom is there freedom is there I encourage you to talk to somebody you have this beautiful mind over here Mylene you have myself we can connect you with someone or you can come through us but freedom sometimes we don't even know we can get freedom especially when we're taught again that mindset when we taught to believe a certain thing we don't see nothing else possible yeah and then they become again like i said at the beginning that becomes your home you know Mm -hmm. your mind is is the first home you build and be careful who you allow to lay brick in that home. Um, and, and there are going to be times you have to remove some of the things in the home to make it more efficient. And that efficiency starts with what we were once taught. You know, for me, 2020 was that deep reflection. My kids are now, I just had a, a my youngest turned 16 this weekend and I have a 19 year old Actually, she's an 18-year-old. She'll be 19 soon. I can't keep up with all these birthdays. But um, it was a year of deep reflection for a lot of us, those of us who chose, because you had a choice. You could have succumbed to what was being fed, right? Um, There was a point in that whole uh, pandemic where I just had to shut things off. And I mean, physically shut off the TV, shut off the noise, and really go and do some deep reflection. And in that time, you know, I had candid conversations with my kids about things that I taught them, right? You know, blueprints I just handed to them because they were handed to me. And so we did a lot of unpacking of things that were not quite what they should be, right? You know, we're ta- one, one example I'll give you is we're taught that a- entrepreneurship is a hard thing. We're taught that going to college is the only solution for young people. And I'm not against it. I'm just saying that's what we were taught. So then that just limits what people do or don't do just based on that. They don't explore these things because they think, well, that's not what everybody else is doing. I know of so many parents that, you know, invested money in a college education for kids that weren't cut out for it. Um, And it's not that they couldn't do it. That wasn't their jam. That wasn't their thing. But we're so busy conforming to the norms and just taking the mindsets that's been given and we don't even begin to do the exploration. Like I said, we for a long time believed that money was the root of all evil. But when you did your reading on your own, you realize that that wasn't the truth. So it was a year of really digging deep and getting to that truth so that we can make room for the good things, make room for the growth, right? I mean, that's essentially what my mom did when she managed her garden. She took up the weeds and made room for a growing garden. I think that's really her, her success measure. And of course, paying attention to that success measure. You can't just get a goal and walk away from it. So that tilling of your own garden, that tilling of your home and, and really removing the things that no longer serve you, that's another way to begin this mindset journey. There are things I know that we are thinking of right now that we can remove and it will make room for the great things that are yet to come. That was so beautiful. 
I had my little baby on my lap, so that's why I had to put it on mute. <laughs> but oh my gosh, weed! It's time to weed out those thoughts that don't serve you anymore. That is so so true because the thing is, before God could elevate me, I would not be able to receive the blessing if I thought it was bad. I'm just that's just as plain as I can get it. If somebody tried to give you something, you thought it was poison, you will not receive it. And I did not know that's where my mind was. I had no idea I was in that bad of a condition because I read the Bible all day, every day. I study, I pray. I'm just seeking God. And at first I I did, I hated money. Okay. So I don't hate money anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I still didn't understand it. Like, what? When, okay, because I, I hope I don't make you cry. But Miss Doreen, when she, when she did that pyramid, it clicked. I said, oh, I still got some more things I got to shake off. And then when, um, and let me tell you all the pyramid scheme real quick. So at the bottom is your money, what you make. If you want to make $100,000. Okay, that's the smallest step. Because the highest step is really affecting the people that you want to affect. That's the high, the people that you really want to help. If it's your parents, if it's your children, if it's yourself, your neighborhood, those, those, you cannot stop making money until you get there, until you can really help them. And the second thing was when Patrice told us to write our numbers down, I said, Lord, I'm still dealing with this money issue. I'm still dealing with it because I feel bad if I charge. I don't see that I'm bringing value if I charge this amount. Okay, so when Patrice told us to write our numbers, that brought up a lot of issues again because I did not feel valuable or feel like I could bring that much value to somebody's life if I charge that much price. And it's crazy because you will pay for the transformation. You will pay for the result. You will give your money away. If if some you're in pain and somebody says, hey, I know a way out, you're going to pay for that success. But you have not been conditioned, trained, or really put that much faith in yourself to believe in yourself that you could be the answer not only to your problems, but somebody else's problems. God wants... Okay, see, I won't even gonna go on a rant, but my computer shut off and now I'm upset. Okay, God <laughs> wants us to use what we already have. Guys, you have gifts, you have talents. This is what I do as a coach, as a mentor, whatever you want to call me. I see what is inside of you and I bring it to pass. That is what I do. Because I see too many people sitting down and not using their God-given gifts and talents, not making money from it because they're too shy or whatever these limiting beliefs are inside of our heads that we don't deserve this kind of money. God don't want you poor. He can't use you. Because the, if you really want to help somebody, the scripture says it is better to give, right? It's better to give than to receive. How are you going to give if you don't have nothing? Right. I really had to keep questioning myself on that one. 
I said, whoa, you telling me you want me to be that big of a blessing to people? Yeah, because he trusts me with money. I don't love money. I love my God. I, if I had money, I'd give it away. And actually, while I'm on, on that thought, my mother-in-law, um, she told me three years ago, she said, Cherise, what would you do with the money you're asking for? I said, um, I'll give it away. She said, hold up, hold up, hold up. You can't give all your money away. God wants to bless you. You got to take care of your house first. I said, yeah, I'll do, I'll do that too. But you know, I don't need all the money. I just give it away. But that's my heart. That's yeah, my heart. And I can hear that heart. I think, you know, just as you said, right, you know, it was a mindset shift when master mentor Doreen came in and flipped that pyramid <laughs> oh upside down yes. and told us where we were actually going. See, we thought we were going towards the money. Mm -hmm. And she told us, you're really going towards the ability to move from that money to your impact, right? To the world, um, to your, the people you will serve, to your purpose, and then to the thing in the world that is breaking you apart, the thing in the world that breaks your heart. And I tell you what, Cherise, that was a big mindset shift for me. I had never heard anything in theory that way, but I will tell you that it has so shifted how I see what I'm here to do, just as you're saying. And the one thing I realized from being in this purpose to platform community, this beautiful community that Patrice built, right? That it's essentially a gift that keeps giving. What I understand from it, because when I came in, I had no clue what, who I would serve. I knew I had a purpose. And if asked, well, how do you know? Well, you don't rest. When you have a purpose that you're not in, in fulfillment of or not fulfilling, you're not able to rest. You're restless. And there's so, much, so many of us out there that are restless, right? And you think it's because not enough sleep or you got something on your mind. I'm telling you, when you do the deep work like we did in this um, coaching program, you really start to understand why you're not fulfilled. It's because you have not arrived at that purpose. You have not cleared the path for that. That's why one of the first things we did was mindset, right? No surprise, right? And so for me, knowing that that is the beginning of things, things, opportunities, empires that are going to be built over this, it is that mindset. And so, so critical, right? That we work in that space first, but I tell you what, one thing I recognize is that I cannot rest and I have been restless for years because I haven't been operating in my gift and I'm sleeping better now. <laughs> Amen. I have a lot on my mind and I'm definitely taking it all in prayer, taking it all in stride and really allowing myself to be guided by the divine. But it's hard to do that when you haven't done the deep work. So I'm not surprised, again, that that deep work in this community, in this um, coaching, led us directly to mindset to unlock that. Yeah. 
because a lot of these things it's so weird how the enemy does i tell my kids all the time that he will use the word on you and it'd be a lie i said you don't listen to satan don't believe him because he can literally look at you in your face quote that scripture better than you can quote it but somewhere is deception and when, when it comes to the purpose that we have in our life many of us christians we've been deceived y'all you sitting over there not being used and you think god is happy now that's the nicest way i can say it but the reason why forgive me now but the reason why i'm saying it so harsh is because i was that person I was that person. Yeah. And, and really, something, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. something you just said right there triggered something in me because it is the enemy, but sometimes that deception is self-inflicted. Yes. And yeah, because I've been there myself, right? And I recognize now that these are my own thoughts. And like I said, your thoughts are the loudest thing you will hear. That they so don't rest. <laughs> your thoughts are <laughs> don't rest. Like I said, my purpose kept me restless because it's like, you're not doing what you are called to do. You're not doing what you were anointed to do. And so it's going to be loud. And so that's why it's so mm -mm. must choose every day, how we feed that voice, be it affirmations, prayer, meditation. We need to feed that voice because if that's going to be the I hear, I've got to make sure that the messages that are being conveyed match what I'm here to do. And so it's so critical to tame it with the word, tame it with routine. And it starts in the mind. That is so good because I used to struggle um, with God because I would read scripture. I get it. But then it would just be like, uh, I don't see how that fit in my life. I had no idea that God, because he had this, sometimes he has a small, quiet, still quiet voice. And yes. so I took that as, uh, it really don't fit right now. It, he's not really talking to me. Oh, yes, he was. The yes. entire time he was screaming, you have some thoughts, like you said, roaming around. And I can't truly bless you until this changes. I'm telling you guys right now, if God did not, he sent me a dream before, before I even got to the creative for purpose challenge. So I knew, I knew when Patrice started talking, I said, God, I'm listening. That's what I told him. I never get online at that late. Like the whole thing was a setup from the Lord. Like it literally just showed up on my phone because she had already been talking for 40 minutes. Your notification supposed to come in, you know, when she started, she, she was already halfway through. So like the whole thing was God himself speaking to me through her and and, and, and to that point, it, it's so important, right? And you said it very clearly, but I want people to catch it too, is that, you know, it's hearing versus listening. And we spend a lot of times hear, time hearing things. And what you did was listen. And listen is an action verb, right? because now you're acting upon it. And that's where the obedience comes in. That's where 
you make a choice to show up in your life differently. And quite frankly, it's what Patrice did that created, that helped to birth the community that we now get to live, breathe and build from is the obedience of, she did not just hear the Lord, she listened and began to build and began to walk and did it over time and did it with slow, messy progress, but did it indeed to get us to arrive in such a place like this, in such a time like this. So there is truly a difference in moving from the hearing portion to listening. And that's where we got to make room because once you make room, you can do those active things better, faster. Yeah, I totally agree because, and I also want to mention God don't, God is so good. He knows how long it's going to take you. He know how many times you're going to get it right. How many times you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> and I'm saying that because I, I, honestly did not know what he was doing in my life yeah. i did not know that until a couple months ago i did not have this voice until a couple months ago i was hitting on it you know kind of sort of maybe it won't clear i had no idea so i just kept going though i i want you guys if you feel stuck you no matter how stuck you feel keep going because god will oh my god that scripture finish who started a good work and you will finish it that kept going right over my head because i kept thinking well i guess god is finished i'm be honest like ain't nothing going on over here that's how i felt but no all the pieces that i went through was necessary to get me to this point because i'm i'm who i am now because of those things and so if you're going through that, you just have to trust us through those things. Just keep holding on to God. Let him continue to lead you because one day you're going to come out on the other side. And Mylene, you just, you just said so much just now. You are just dynamite. Can we expect some courses, programs, consultations from you? How can we get connected to you? Because we need this every day. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked, Cherise. And so I have started uh, about seven weeks ago a Sunday self-care mindset edition. And really, I do it every Sunday for about 15 or 20 minutes. And we just talk about, you know, on, and I do this on Instagram, I should say. I do an Instagram Live every Sunday at 10.30 a.m., Eastern Standard Time. And the topic is mindset. Again, it's my mission. It's my vision. It's where I want to advise you from. I want to help you to, you know, renew, operate with a renewed mindset so that you can activate the life of your dreams. And so we talk about various topics around mindset. And really my challenge in that space is to get people to think about mindset, the way they think about all their self-care routines, right? I want you to adopt mindset as a routine because it's a neglected muscle. We just don't utilize it. We don't spend time beautifying it or caring for it or putting time into it like we do all the other parts of our physical selves. 
But the most important part we need to feed and nurture is that mental peace. So that's where you can find me weekly. Um, I'm also available. You can look me up on Instagram, Mylene Noir or My Enriched Self. I can be found there as well. I'm on Facebook as Mylene Noir and I can be reached by email. All of my links are in my bio. All of my social media handle links are in the bio for my Instagram. Um, in the upcoming months, um, I will have a podcast. So that information will also be linked there as well. I'm looking forward to creating that platform and really bringing people into this mindset journey. Um, and of course, advising and helping. If I can help you connect in any way, or if I can connect with you in any way to help you on this journey, to consult with you, to give you those first steps, right? You may not know what they are. To help you identify and nurture those, I am here for that. I'm here to help you. Again, it's my passion. Um, I just want to say that we have the power. You know, we have the power. It is the most important message that I can give to anyone. I share it with my kids every day. The power starts in the mind. Um, it makes me think of the song, The Power by the 1990s. It was a song, I'm uh, aging myself, <laughs> but there was a group called Snap and they had this song that said, I got the power, right? And you were in the club and you're dancing and you're having a good time and you didn't realize how much power you really had. I certainly didn't realize back then, you know, shaking myself away in a club that I truly had the power. And I really want people to know that um, I admire people that understand this, um, this mindset journey and utilize it to excel themselves. And one person I admire strongly is Serena Williams. And I know recently, you know, what the outcome of the Australian Open, but if you follow her journey and follow her career, she is a big proponent for the mental you know one of the people I admire that really understands this mindset journey is Serena Williams and you know she recently did not win the Australian Open but if you look at her sustainable record and where she's been on this journey and you will you know you'll hear multiple interviews with her over the years where she talks about how 70% of her game is mental and you can see that she's been able to sustain that over the years just because she understands this key to becoming her higher self, her best self is in the mental space. So I admire that, but I also want people to realize that that's how it starts, right? It starts with playing that mental game and continuing to work on that because it's something you work on every day. It's something you work on with every opportunity, something you work on as you start your own business, as you start to unlock and activate the dreams that we've been talking about this whole time. It starts with, you know, the small steps and the continued steps to sustain that because it's a muscle we don't use all the time. And those who have mental strength definitely are the ones that start to see the results that they need to get to the level they want to get to. Thank you so much, Mylene. I know you have to go. This was a treat. I, I know you're going to do super well on your podcast. I can't wait to listen in. <laughs> yes, I will definitely keep you connected. Again, I can be found on Instagram Sunday mornings, 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of my um, social media handles are in my Instagram profile, My Enriched Self, M-Y Enriched Self. Thank you. Thank you, Sharice. Uh, Marlene, are you still on here? Tried to cut me off.
about that. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, we're recording. Okay. No, I was saying um, before we, you know, lost recording or connection that 